Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Welcome, boys and squirrels, to the Northern Outcast Outdoors podcast, The Outcast, your home for all things hunting, fishing, and ball busting related. Powered by Citizens Hunting Co., AF Custom Calls, and Hour on a Limb Manufacturing. Well, we are on the second half of our like 500th doubleheader. And uh, this is episode question mark point 2.0. So uh, <laughs> turkey season's over. 3D archery season's kind of kicking in for the summer here because that's about all we got other than fishing. And uh, we just wrapped up the total archery challenge down in Seven Springs. And we got our dude Kent. He's banging shit around down there. <laughs> Kent, Kent is like a, uh, we'll call him a satellite member at this point. I think Kent's a homie, bro. Kent's a homie. He's a homie of the outcasts. He is. Which, ironically enough, we met him through Total Archery Challenge. (laughs) Indeed. Kent, what's going on, buddy? How are you tonight? I'm doing good, man. What's going on up there? Nothing good. Oh, there's a bunch of bush, bush light cans all over the table and, (laughs) you know, some old crow. Uh, Yeah, everything. And then there's like a sissy girl drink that Sabelli's been sipping on. I might put a nipple on it for him at some point, but it's Louisiana Saturday night, as they say. You know, we're up here. We're having a good time. We figured we're going to recap uh, Tack, and we figured why not get uh, our boy Kent on the phone and chat you up a little bit. So here we are, man. Here we are. Cool. cool. I mean, you shot both days this year. I I was not there for both. Days. I did. Yeah. Chuck shot both days. Kent didn't. Oh yeah, that's right. Kent, Kent did you not. Could, you had to right. give your thing to Jeff. That's right. Yeah. So Kent unfortunately had something come up day two, so he was only allowed to get that ass whooping for day one by me, and that was it. <laughs> uh, oh man, how long you been? You've been waiting to say that you, huh? since we hit record, buddy. <laughs> there, there is actually a clip in the video that we posted the other day. I, I think it was the second target. I don't remember what I said to you, but you turned around and like kind of like looked at me for a second and then like kind of laughed. <laughs> it was kind of the same thing right there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I put it in the video. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Yeah. It's it's yeah. funny though cuz uh you know, we shot this event last year and it was the first year that we'd ever been there and and sure enough, Jeff shows up hammered drunk, hungover with a, <laughs> like a six pack of white claws inside we're all going to hammer out a white claw before we shoot the first target. You can't shoot until you drink the white claw. Okay, whatever. So we're up on this giant boulder 
looking down at like a 78 yard laying down ram up I mean, against it was a rock beautiful gorgeous day too gorgeous and, and we're sitting there drinking our white claws and here comes rolling up all by himself my man kent and from that day forward, Kent, your life has changed because, of course, Booer, being the extrovert he is, decides to reach out and go, hey, bud, you shooting by yourself? Yeah. Well, now you're not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly the exact what words, too. <laughs> and, and, and we shot last year together, and it was a blast. And then we decided, you know what? Hey, why not shoot again next year? So I mean, we stayed in touch. Yeah. I mean, since then, honestly, loosely. and. I mean, it, that's kind of the essence of what's so awesome about it, especially like around here too. Is you know, yeah, I thought it was cool meeting great people. Yep, truthfully. and then even this year, it was the three of us shooting, and um, well, it was me, Kent, and Sam shooting this yeah. year. Booer's bow had some malfunctions, and he wasn't able to shoot, so he decided to bring the camera and focus on the video. And then we brought in two guys this year that were up it was again. The same thing, you know, same thing. Same two thing. guys walking in. I think you ask them, do you you like talking shit or do you mind if people talk shit? And they're like, well, um, uh. <laughs> Cody. Was it Cody? Pat and Cody. Pat and Cody. Yeah. yeah. And they were good sports. They're from what? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Cincinnati or Columbus? I think it was Columbus. It was somewhere maybe. in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. They were Ohio boys. And uh, no, they, they were from Cleveland. That Cleveland. Was Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, the other Cleveland. C. Yeah. Cleveland. I felt Rocks. bad for them. I felt bad for them a little bit too. I did. I Listen. I tried to behave myself, and I feel like I did a pretty good job <laughs> halfway through when Pat, <laughs> my boy Pat, started whiffing. When I had the camera off, I don't know if you guys remember oh, that yeah. whole thing. I started opening my mouth a little it's bit. It's like, okay, <laughs> maybe if I just record you, Pat, you'll actually hit the target. You know what, though? He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He turned it on. It seemed like, you know, you're shooting with new people, people you don't know. You, you're a little uncomfortable, and you're not only are you uncomfortable, you're shooting 80 yards. You can Plus. easily miss targets. Oh yeah. You know, in that kind of circumstance and that I think that was it for them guys. They they had a little bit of a maybe 5 6 shot break in period where they were like trying to fill us out. Yeah. You know, still and we maybe were uncomfortable. 100 miles an hour right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, Kent, you were kind of the uh exception to the rule cuz I mean last year you kind of came in and like just started busting balls like immediately and that's why I was like he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm used to that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I was actually fear. I feared this year, Kent, that you were going to come out hot, man. I You'd been posting a lot of videos. You've been working on arrows. You've been shooting a little bit. Meanwhile, I come rolling in, just sighted in the morning before the event. And uh, I thought you were going to have, I thought you were going to give it to me, man. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. You want to you talk about what uh, your mentality level was coming into this one? <laughs> <laughs> well... I think the uh, driving up there like a maniac and coming up late had me a little wound up the first four or five targets. And, uh, and I was having some distance problems. And I, you know, I figured out what the problem was. Uh, my string actually stretched and I lost a uh, little feet per second on the bow. And so I had to crank my, tar- my, uh, my sight up about four or five yards on each target. Damn, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't really either until uh, I got home. But um, That's so not once you I shot did, bad either though. Mm-mm. That's the thing. You still well, shot really good. <laughs> I was shooting low in the beginning. I mean, I shot low on every t- like the first five. Yep. 
I remember we talked about uh-huh. that. It was like, yeah, maybe it's because it's uphill, but dude, honestly, every target you've been hitting low, like left and right, perfect, but you've been low. I mean, you probably could bump that thing up a little bit, and I, I think you did. I mean, you, you kind of figured out something because, one, the first problem was that. Second problem was we were using kind of my range finder, but it was off maybe a yard, yard and a half from where your range finder was telling you. So that was another issue that was kind of hitting you low. And then, you know, like you said, you rushed to get there. You were kind of, you got there like last minute, jump on the, sh- jump on the uh, little shuttle and then go. And that's never good either. That's, no. uh, that, you got to get that adrenaline down. You got to get that, you know, calmed in. Yeah, I mean, Glad you gave me about a seven target head start. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It, you know, well, I mean, it, it is what it is. No excuses, but that that definitely didn't help me. But I mean, I did settle down and shoot pretty well. And then the last three targets, I missed that fish. Mm-hmm. That fish you know, was brutal. I didn't but, realize uh, you know, that was but, actually a fish till I was looking at the footage later. <laughs> and I remember I was editing yeah. the video and I go, "That was a big ass fish <laughs> up on that rock." <laughs> you know what? It was it was pretty cool because in the video I got to see my arrow fly across the lake and hit the rock. Right in yeah. front of the fish. I did. I put that in slow-mo I, for you. I appreciate that. Your arrow was the most <laughs> visible arrow, and it was such a freaky target. I was like, I got to put it in there. Yeah, and his arrow flight looks so good. Well, the crazy yeah. part was it like the part that broke went underneath. Uh, you could see it, it go into so trees good. back behind yeah. it. I was like, holy shit. That was cool. <laughs> it looked so good until it hit the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was it the buffalo apart. or the antelope. I was like, but Kent, man, that arrow flight looked great. It was the buffalo. It was the buffalo. <laughs> I'm like, dude, honestly, I'm like, that arrow flew great. Everybody turned around and looked at you and went, shut up, Josh. Just <laughs> shut the hell up, dick. Right, right, I was like, right. I was like, I'm serious. As you shot it in the ankle. I didn't even hit it. Remember, I thought I hit it, too. And we all heard something hit. Yeah, you hit it in the front ankle and was Pat, it? or was no, it Cody? Pat and, Pat and Cody hit, both hit. hit. Yeah. And the legs. Yeah, there were the only two to hit the buffalo. I showed it to the kid I work with. He's an archery hunter, too. And I showed him in the video. I was like, dude, this buffalo was, like, completely insane. Ken, Ken was talking about it. He's like, hey, man, these guys I was shooting with yesterday said, or these dudes I heard talking said that this buffalo is, like, the worst thing of the whole shoot. And we came up to it, and it's, like, across a valley. Like, literally the whole way across the valley. Twenty six yards. Straight and uphill. They shot, you know, everybody shot or whatever. But in the video, you walk up and you see it's got one in both ankles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, after I reflected on the uh, on the day, the next day, um, I, I wasn't really wild about that course. Yeah. I, I liked um, the Sitka course last year better, and I liked knock-on better than that one. Just, just me. I don't know. How'd you guys like knock-on? Oh, year? dude, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was insane. What I thought that that was a little tougher, what we shot, and then I shot knock-on, I went, oh my god, every single target you walk up and go, wow, that is fucked up. Like, who sets that up that way? Dude, an 81-yard gopher on the other side of a pond with all rock backdrop? Yeah. That thing had to be maybe 18 inches tall and 6 inches wide. I mean, it was kind of, they kind of have at least, I felt like, Two of those, three, three to four of those targets in each course. Yeah. Knock on all twenty-five. All them, yeah. The, are like, the rabbit, the rabbit in the river last year. Yeah, there's another video I just watched from last year that had the rabbit in there. Ken knows what I'm talking about. That snowshoe hare in like yeah. the river. And then like this year was that one 
that had the if the wind was even blowing like a little bit that tree branch came up in front of the yeah. target remember that yeah that was that was honestly in my opinion i didn't shoot it so i can't really say it like but i was there that was probably in my opinion the worst target of the whole thing so basically all of knock on was like that target it took us longer on some of the the um targets to find the target <laughs> when you got to the cone i mean we're literally looking you had to basically with your eyes you had to follow the walking trail that everybody else took yeah to find the target yeah because that one the dudes it kind of went to like the the trail went to the right of ways and then it cut back to the left and the dudes were walking to the right. i was like it's got to be over there somewhere and i remember looking they all cut to the left i'm like where the hell is this thing at? <laughs> and then you like literally look through the leaves of the trees like over the over like the you know the hillside there and you're like Oh shit, there's a buck over there somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, I think it was 65 yards or something, 64 yards, Sam said. I think, yeah, it was like 64. But basically, if the wind stopped, this tree branch floated up in front of the target. <laughs> yeah, it was one way or the other. I don't know if it was the wind blew it up something. or the wind dropped it, it down, didn't but take much either one way, way or the other. everybody shot, and then Kent went up last, and the branches went up in front of the target again. And I'm like, oh, man, you don't got to take that shot. But, like, how how long do you wait? Because already we were behind. The, the next group was standing right there. It's like, what do you do? You know? But yeah. Luckily, they were they were cool dudes, too. I mean, the mm-hmm. group that was directly behind us, like, absorbed into us, Pat and yeah. Cody. But, like, the dudes behind us from West Virginia, they were thankfully cool-ass dudes. Yep. And actually, the dudes in front of us from Philly were cool as shit, too, which is honestly kind of a blessing. Yeah, everybody's pretty cool at that event. Yeah. I mean, you don't really run into any jerks. No. We haven't yet um, in, in two years. Yeah, I mean, except for that one Kent guy from year one. He was kind of a jerk. Someone from, <laughs> someone from Beaver. <laughs> that Beaver. Just leave it up to someone from Beaver to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So, but you know what? I, I do want to take it back a little bit, and we'll get more in depth on that. But I want to know, Kent, like, what got you started into shooting tack when did you first start shooting tack was it last year your first year and what made you decide to do it last year was my first year and i just watching it on instagram and you know seeing um seeing what it was all about i just wanted to try it so you know i think that the first year i tried to go it was canceled yeah because Mm -hmm. of covid Mm -hmm. so i was going to go that year and then it got canceled and uh i just wanted to give it a go i mean i Asked some guys on Instagram what, what it was like, and they loved it. So I figured, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, and I definitely wasn't disappointed. I mean, it is it is a challenge. There's no question. You know, I mean, it's not just the targets are long. There's a lot of hike and a lot of walking. Oh, yeah. By the end of the day, you're pretty tired. So I think last year we covered more miles. I mean, it's, it's probably it's about not, the same. Maybe wanna... a little longer. I mean, it's not like a small jaunt through the woods. Like, no. you cover a few miles. We did six and a half that day. Last year or this year? This year. I didn't keep track. Last year, I kept track. Yeah. This year, I didn't. This year, we did at least six and a half miles. It didn't seem as long as last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's It was kind of different. I mean, I feel like last year, I don't know. It seemed like we had more hiking between targets and spots, maybe. Oh, threw, yeah. Threw it off. Um, but Yeah. You know what the difference was this year? It was all uphill. Yep. There was a lot more uphill shots, no <laughs> yeah. doubt. It was walking uphill, too. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of side healing. Like, we'd go uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. There was definitely a lot of side healing and a lot of uphill walking. 
Yeah, like how about that one down in the creek that we had to go all the way down into? Yeah, me and Ken didn't go down yeah. there. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I looked at him. I said, "I know you, your knees are bad." I go, "Mine ain't far behind you, my guy." <laughs> go, we'll go down the trail. Yeah, I wasn't going down there. No, <laughs> dude, I that was insane. You were literally sliding down the hill yeah. to get to the target, um, and that was the only way to get down there. I mean, it was awesome. No doubt. I yeah. mean, it's it's cool that they like put that kind of stuff up because I mean that's it's about as extreme as you're gonna get. Yeah, I mean, like when you go out hunting and you know you're doing your thing, you're not you're not gonna get the perfect shot, which is kind of cool. You know that they put like that kind of challenge out. You know? No, but I'm glad you bring that up because this, in no way, shape, or form, I would say, totally like reflects a shot you would take, an ethical shot you would take in an archery season. I don't Eth- think ethical is the key word there. Yeah. Because they are pretty messed up, a lot of them. I mean, yeah. some are. Some are wide open, you know, 60, 70-yard shots. Yeah, there's a rock in the background or a yeah. pond or, you know, something. But you could take a shot like yeah. that out west. Yeah, no doubt. You know, but I think uh, we're in the same boat as Kent here. Geoff is actually the one that kind of forced us into it because he bought he bought his entry into it the year. COVID year, me and Jeff were going to do it because Jeff had found out about it kind of the same way Kent did. And he said, yeah. he was like, hey, dude, I'm doing this thing. And Well, he bought it. He put yeah, his money he did. down. Me and him both did. Yeah. And, and then there was like, screwed out they of gave it. you the free entry into last year. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, if you guys are going, I'm yeah. going to go too. Why not? I had wanted to go for at least two years prior to that, just kind of watching videos and seeing like like Kent's saying on Instagram people are posting pictures and honestly I was like dude I don't want to go lose a bunch of arrows I don't want to yeah I wasn't comfortable with it but I'm glad I did I I honestly am I I think is probably one of the most amazing 3d archery shoots that I'll ever I mean it's it's well put together it's well run there's you know they have like a legitimate staff that travels with them that like takes care of all this stuff. So I mean it's not like some rinky dink bullshit. Yeah, you know? great targets. They really do yeah. get creative on some of them, and they make them really, really messed up. I mean, you shoot knock on, and you'll know how messed up someone's <laughs> imagination can get. I mean, it's John Dudley putting those together. Yeah, for the most part, you know he has final say on that course. From He's what I understand, a sick, hilarious individual as well. So just shooting beside him was pretty cool kind of shooting oh, you got you, you guys got to shoot with him yeah he was he was set up at the second target on uh, knock on and it was a 106 yard yeti stand up yeti and he was actually drawing back and shooting with us at the same time but like it was pretty cool he made us all kind of shoot together at once and it, it was funny he was telling us right where to aim how high to aim depending on what your setup was everything it was it was pretty cool Kent, you actually had a funny ass story when we met you. You were telling us because you shot knock on the day before you met us, and that one dude with right. the whisker biscuit. You were telling us that story about that shit was funny as hell. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Dudley Dudley comes walking through the woods, and it was raining and it was kind of foggy. And you know, he's like, you know how he is. He's like, hey, dude, what's going on? So we we started talking to him, and uh, he wanted to look at all of our bows and. The one guy was a was a hardcore um, knock on nation guy. He had all of Dudley's stuff on his bow, um, and then the other guy he was shooting with, he had a whisker biscuit. <laughs> Dudley looked at him and he said, "Dude, your whisker biscuit, man, it's it's blown out." Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I looked at it, it was like nothing left of this thing. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was 
like six whiskers. <laughs> there's freaking arrows flopping around in there. And he's like, Little Dudley's just like looking at this thing like it was like some kind of a creature. You know, it was it was pretty funny. It was. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, dude, your whisker biscuit's blown out. <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude. Now, he, he's funny. He talked to us for, he was there. I bet he hung out for like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty funny dude. He didn't have his bow with uh, with him, but he he you know watched the shoot and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say the knock on course almost has to be one of the two if we do a two day moving forward. Just for him, just for him, for yeah. the fun of the the actual course. Like Kent's saying, it's so much, it's so enjoyable. A lot of the shots too are pretty flattish. They're just challenging. Yeah, like yeah, obstacles. they are. They put them behind trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I to me it, that was more like um, Western Pennsylvania whitetail hunting. Yeah, it, I guess maybe that's why I liked it better. Not all the targets are whitetail, but you know what I mean. They're in the woods and it's mm-hmm. challenging shots versus you know ninety-five yards straight uphill. Right. Yeah, I think the I think the we shot the prime this year. Prime Correct. this year, I felt was more distance focused than Sitka last year. Sitka had a couple challenging ones in there because, I mean, I shot Sitka last year, so like, you know, I guess I have kind of an opinion, but I feel like the prime course this year was more distance-based than actual challenge-based, if that makes any sense. I think they were very similar, Sitka and prime. Ish. I just think that the layout in Sitka was better than prime, in my there, opinion. There was yeah. a lot more light to dark, like standing in direct sunlight, shooting into shade yes. this year, or vice versa, standing in shade, shooting in direct sunlight, you know, which is, you know, kind of the opposite, or like, I forget what target it was, but when we were going down that big power line, there was that, that like, black bear, or was the shot before it, when we were standing, like, in the midday sun, and I mean, it was brutal out, and like, it's, you know, under those overhanging limbs over there in complete darkness. Yeah, that was know. the one Pat blew up his arrow on that rock. I'm pretty sure. He yeah, shot it, yeah, we were basically shooting at a... <laughs> really the pink ribbon hanging on the animal's body. But yeah. then when you drew back, you couldn't even see the ribbon. So you're just no. aiming at a big shadow. I mean, shadow. naked eye, binoculars didn't matter. You couldn't see that thing yeah. down there. It was, it was, that, was a, that was a rough shot, you know. There was, there was a lot of that and a lot of just distance for the sake of distance, I feel like. Well, distance and uphill. A lot of uphill, like like yeah. Kent said too, like walking uphill. And, you know, we I mean, went through that little stretch potatoes, though. Meat of potatoes, like the first like ten targets, I felt like when we were in the open slopes there was just uphill bombs. More or less. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there wasn't anything there was no character to any of like the the setups like there in those the first half, I felt like I can't speak for everybody. You know, that was kind of my vibe. I definitely uh somewhat bland, but Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It it was. It was a little bland. It was definitely tough, obviously. It was still very hard. Everybody missed targets. It's not like anybody hit them all yeah. by any means, but it's it was a fun course. It was still fun, and I think you got to have the two-day experience to really fully get a good tack experience, in my opinion. I had a blast doing two days. I really did. I was so bummed I couldn't make a day. I mean, work my work schedule sucks. You, you have to see knock-on. Like last This year, knock-on was... I can't stop thinking about how creative they got and how like sick absolutely sick minded these people are <laughs> i'm telling you man it's it's a tough course i agree i'm sure yeah. it's probably similar to last year and i felt the same way yep i mean it i lost i probably lost five arrows on that course 
that no would way. easily be done on that court. Honest to God, easily. There was at least five targets that if you missed, there was no getting your arrow back. Yeah. I mean, there just <laughs> there wasn't. The first target right off the bat is like a 57-yard baby black bear standing upright. Yeah. And only half of his body was exposed. Yeah. Sam pulled his shot left. First target right out the gate. See ya. Shot it left. It hit in this like reclaimed coal area and ramped <laughs> up the hill. You, it was the funniest thing. It was like speed racer. You're watching his arrow hit and ramp up the hill and you watch it just go into the abyss. Oh my God. Like just straight up gone forever. Forever. <laughs> there, there was one target. And in the video, I don't know if you like can realize that it's going on, but I was asking Chuck about the score, and he was kind of adding things up, and that Cody kid was shooting. And I, I want to say it was either the shot before or after the tree limb shot we were talking about earlier. And he let one rip, and he must have punched it or something, and it went high, and it sounded like it just went through trees <laughs> for like three years. <laughs> just... <laughs> just it's still going, it, man. It's <laughs> in low, low Earth orbit right now. And I remember, <laughs> I was asking Chuck about the score, and like everybody else just kind of like looked to the side for like a second to like hear like it going through the trees. <laughs> <laughs> and like you just kind of went back to like normal, like it didn't yeah. happen, you know? <laughs> I'm just glad that Sam had a Kent moment on this one where he sent one sailing. Well, he sent one straight into the ground first, which was actually kind of sketchy, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, letting down, and yeah, it, was kind and of it went up. off. Like he was probably three quarters of the way, if not better, down. Yeah, and all of a sudden it just released the arrow and shot right into the ground at his feet, basically. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't fuck himself up. Honestly, maybe ten feet in front of him or something. That arrow was yikes, yeah. too close for comfort. Um, dude, mine was way better than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yours was. Yeah, but he, if you remember, now the only difference is he hit a tree, Kent. On his one, you hit you thirty hit, trees. You hit the just the <laughs> thirty trees, straight leaves. <laughs> that, I was in a forty-five degree angle when that thing went off. That arrow was a rocket ship, man. It was like a cruise missile. You turned around, just absolute shame <laughs> on your face. <laughs> that arrow went we, into orbit. I remember because I remember I just like I, I whiffed on that target bad too, and I I like crimpled my arrow too, like right before you shot, and I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> This was last year we're talking about. Last year, yeah. But this year, Sam Sam had drawn back, and he was coming down on the target. And as he was coming down, he accidentally was moving his thumb from behind his thumb release to the front Something. and hit it. And, and it let that arrow go like six to ten feet over the back of the target, but it hit square into a big-ass tree behind it, like thunk right into it. Oh, so my. it. It oh, didn't have was, the. This was the day I was there. Yeah, 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 it didn't have the effect of Kent's. Just like through the, yeah, the sticks. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but it was still pretty good. But yeah, man, it was. Uh, it was. A, it was I'll honestly a fun event. One of my one of my favorite shots is I think it was Pat. He somehow hit that tree and that arrow flew sideways. Oh, off that rock! He sent it right over the top under that rock. Oh, and it just like went straight Completely left. Completely like ninety degree angle. <laughs> yeah. And then he was he was actually looking, looking for, for it. Yeah, like, like Butcherbox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass fed, grass finished beef, organic free range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. 
For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear. Their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. I was like, dude, but that, that arrow's about gone. 50 pieces. Yeah, <laughs> but that arrow's that, not. He not did the hit a tree. Arrow. He did hit a tree on the way in. It was something crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was going in towards the target. It was tracking in. All of a sudden, it hit this little tree and just like straight 90 degree into like 14 pieces. It just shattered. And they're over there looking for it. They're just picking up remains. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I remember Kent saying, Are they really looking for that arrow? <laughs> Oh my God. Seriously, man. Anybody, if you've ever done that, you know it's in multiple oh, pieces. Oh, yeah. There ain't. Just, just leave it. Just don't even bother. Yeah, just walk away. There, I forget whose podcast it was I was listening to like a year or two ago, but Jocko was on it. Jocko Willing. And I, he was talking about shooting tack with Dudley. And I forget what tack it was. Probably Colorado or one of the bigger, bigger-ish ones. And uh, he was just talking about he's a Everybody that shoots this needs to have at least one person that has no fear that like just sends carnage into tree. Like, you know, he starts like talking like real, like excited. And he has like, like, yeah, you need to just have some. And he's talking about it. And he's like, you need that one person that just doesn't give a shit that just, you know, carnage into the trees. And he goes, when arrows are blown up, he goes, that's the most fun. He goes, that's so awesome. He goes, when people were just out there having a blast, you know, and I was like, there's some truth to that, without a doubt. You know, there is some absolute truth. No, I mean, nobody wants to lose an arrow, but... No, but there was how many targets, too, where you were literally shooting through the blown-out pieces oh, yeah. of a tree in front that you're supposed to miss. Yeah. But so many people had hit them that it was just shattered. Like, it was just sprayed open. The, the caribou last year, I think, was the best example oh, I could think of that, because there was two trees, and it was from your feet to about 10 feet to 12 feet up in the air of just solid shafts. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> yep. That was a That's good classic. one. I yeah. got pictures of that. Yeah, and I mean that was what 120 something, 130 it was yards, 132, I think. Yeah, I mean I it was in downhill. So, I mean it was no chip shot, no doubt. Yeah. There was there were arrows everywhere, but everybody that shot hit it. I was the only one that didn't shoot because I don't have a pin for that far. Yeah, but everybody that shot from our group hit it. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was um, it was pure luck. But I think the difference there was downhill, not uphill. Like the Buffalo was 126 and only those two other guys hit it. You know, myself, Sam and Kent missed, but like, dude, that was straight uphill. That was, yeah, that was with the wind whipping. That was a ridiculous shot. The video didn't do that target justice at at all. It didn't do. And I knew it wouldn't because it was, I mean, it was just such a crazy thing because it was wide open across a fucking valley, like a legitimate valley. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. 
Well, Kent, before we got to let you go, because I know you got to run, buddy, and I don't want to keep you too long. Um, any closing thoughts? You you want to uh, shoot this event next year again, or what? What's you thinking, man? Um, yeah, I'm definitely shooting it again. Okay. Uh, you know, I think my my favorite part of TAC is I figured you may ask me. Um, I said actually the people you meet there. I mean, there I have been there two years and. <clears throat> And I've not met one person that, that, that's a jerk. Yep. Who is yeah. just an obnoxious person who bitched or something. Someone like you see on a golf course or something complain. I mean, no one. Everyone's courteous. They're nice. And, I mean, that's really, really awesome. So I think that's really my favorite part, you know. And obviously the archery is awesome. If you want to go sh- somewhere and shoot and have a great time, you know, as long as you don't worry about your arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, don't be too attached you know, to your arrows. I I was definitely more prepared this year than than last year. I didn't know what to expect, and right. I mean, I didn't I didn't practice that that long. I mean, I didn't shoot that long this year. Maybe eighty yard shots. I shot some, but I mean, which is like a medium size length shot there. So right, you oh, know, yeah. but that's that's, that's like the average. That, yeah, you just got to suck it up and make it happen. So yep. But yeah, no, it's a it's definitely something that I would do every year. Next year, I definitely want to do knock on. Unfortunately, I couldn't come on Sunday this year. But you know, t- definitely a two day thing. Last year, I did two days, so yep. I agree. Yeah, I think you know. we do it. Do the two days again next year, and make sure knock on's one of them, and then we'll just pick another one. Oh, that's yeah. all. Kind of combine them. I think that hopefully their website will work better next year, and we'll yeah. be able to do group thing. Like this year, that was just like chaos. Yeah, felt like you were applying for a doe tag in PA. It was just like at midnight ref- hitting the refresh button. You know, like it was, it was pretty. Wild. I mean, we had all that trouble emailing them to get the same time. Like it was, it was kind of fucked up. Actually, it was a little messy. It was. Glad you missed my little. I may have had a little mental hissy fit breakdown on the last one on on uh, Sunday after. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it it was a it was a mental breakdown. It was pretty hilarious. I I made it funny. I kicked the cone like twenty yards down the hill. <laughs> he started acting like me. That sounds like being a little bit upset. It, oh, it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Started acting like me. You've been hanging around me too long. Look, I, I'll break it down for you real quick since you haven't heard this. Um, we went down into last target. Sam was up two. Uh, I was in second, and Jeff was behind me by one. Sam shot first. He hit an eight, we figured. It's like a 53-yard chip shot, pretty open, kind of downhill on uh, like a pig or something. It, it was easy, easy money. Like, I'm I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm putting mine just above his. He missed it by like two inches. I'm settling the pin in. I let it loose, and the only thing I can figure is I did not have my arrow rested all the way down on my rest that thing sailed like three feet over the back of the target i missed completely like completely missed and of course i lost but at the same sense i thought i lost that arrow like that arrow's gone forever i was just heated i was like what the hell happened Uh i'm like everyone literally everybody just got super quiet like eyes wide open because i'd been shooting I hadn't, I had missed the least out of everybody there. Like I'd been shooting great the whole time. And then I go and sell one three feet over the back and everyone's just like, oh, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> and I turned and I just ninja kicked that cone 
20 feet off the hill. I said, fuck that goat. Oh, man. I was so mad, but like not really mad because that was the very last target. I was just bummed that I lost, but at the same time, it was hilarious. I made a nice little funny hissy out of it. and we uh, We went on with our day and, you know, it was all good. I found my arrow. I actually found it. It was sitting right behind the target. It must have hit something. It was like laying facing back towards us. So I was happy after I found my arrow. So it was it was that close. And then who yeah. won? Sam won. Uh, Jeff did 10 ring, but he ended up losing by one. So Jeff 10 ringed, Sam 8 ringed, um, and then I missed. So I ended up coming in third. Jeff was kind of giving me the rundown. Yeah. And I was I was actually surprised it was that close because Jeff, Jeff's tough. Sam must have been shooting well. You know what's funny about that? Sam missed five targets, and up to that point, I had only missed two, and he was beating me. So the ones he hit, he was putting up numbers, 10 rings, See, that's the thing with Sam every time is he'll miss a few, but the ones he hits are 10 rings. Yeah, and me, I'm just putting, you know, putting it in foam. So I'm a lot of fives, eights, tens. Like, I didn't shoot terrible by any means, but he shot really well on the one targets that he, like, he made a run where he was just like 10, 10, 8, 8, 10, 12. And then Jeff, Jeff had some issues. His, his <laughs> he said he basically had his bow completely apart in the middle yeah. of the course. <laughs> <laughs> he was guessing range distances at some point because he was shooting, like, same as you. He was probably four or five yards lower than what he needed to be. And uh, so he was kind of Kentucky winning it. But he's the only one that hit the groundhog at 81 yards. So more power to him. But that son of a bitch, yeah, he ended up finishing second. Usually it seems like Jeff is kind of the, like, I mean, he is probably the best shot out of all of us. Like, black and white. kind of situation, yeah. Not to pump him up, because fuck him. But <laughs> usually it's kind of Jeff and then me and Chucky are the ones that are, like, kind of beating each other up below him. Usually. Typically. Depend- like, me and, like, last year, me and Jeff went back and forth. I, he beat me at TAC. I beat the snot out of them at um possum, possum hollow oh, yeah and then camo cares came down to last target yeah and again yeah. i and that was the, one that I was remember? the three of us on the on camo cares yeah and i did the same thing it sailed like two feet over well, its i was back. actually like madder than a louisiana catfish at a freaking <laughs> sunday fish that. fry but we gotta yeah. let we gotta let kent go we can't get into that but yeah. kent appreciate you buddy really do I uh, appreciate you shooting with us, and next year we're going to do it all over again. I mean, he's going to be a Camo yeah. Cares. Oh, yeah, that's right. Camo yeah, cares. I'll be a Camo Cares, so I'm looking forward to that. It's a good time. It's it's probably the best local event, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's for a good cause. Though, I'll hit obviously. you up. We'll we'll talk about the, the details to that one as well. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking for a little revenge there. <laughs> I hope you, I'm hoping you sell a few. Well, Daddy's <laughs> always helpful. Daddy's going to be shooting that one, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to make sure you don't sneak out your range finder. <laughs> yeah, there is no range finder yep, for that. No range finders. Yeah. Is Sam shooting? Yeah, yeah, cheating son of a bitch. Uh huh. He's gonna have to turn that range finder off. Yeah, I told him all you gotta do is use the uh, fix pins because you know how his has that fix pin option where you double right. tap it. So he can still right. shoot it, but he's got to use the fix pins. I agree. He d- he doesn't count. We actually didn't even count his score last year. No, we didn't. He wasn't allowed to be in the competition because of his sight. I think, Kent, you're going to be shooting with me, my brother, and G off. So that's actually kind of a brutal group to shoot with, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the shit-talking group? Yeah, my younger yeah. brother, potentially, too. 
and then Sam may be shooting with us. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we have we 10 gotta, guys, so we got to split it five and five. Yeah, we got a really, really good group of dudes shooting this year. I mean, It'll I mean, we're fun. no, we're no slouches. There's, there's no slouches in, in our group at all. It, it's going to yeah. be good. Honestly, I It'll think be- my younger brother's probably the best shot out of the group. He is a stud when it comes to shooting bow. So yeah, Joey's not bad. He's, Joey's, Joey's real solid. He's actually. pretty freaking solid, but. He always sneaks in there and beats us. Like I would put year. him and G off on the same level. Honestly, yeah. I really would. Joey's just more consistent. Yeah, like he'll hit eights the entire day. Where Jeff will hit those couple tens. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Joey's just steady as she goes. Yep. But we'll see you here in a couple weeks, there, buddy. All right, guys. Listen, I appreciate it. You guys have a great night. Hey, thanks Heck for coming yeah, on, Kent. As always, we'll see you. Yep. Thanks, Later, man. Bye. Kent is off. We can keep going. Kent's the man. Ken is the man. That was such a funny thing, us meeting him, honestly. I mean, not meeting him, but... Pure coincidence that he walked into our lives. <laughs> Liter- in a literal sense, walked into our <laughs> exactly. lives. Well, I mean, I have bad habits, Chuck. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's okay. I'm going to take credit for Ken. Yeah, Ken's a good dude. Honest to God, he is a good-ass dude. Took it like a sportsman. Um, Man, I, I gave him a couple jabs out there. We were back oh, and yeah. forth, just busting each other's yeah. balls like good old buddies, right? I was, at first, I was kind of leery about, I mean, because people that know us, we are a shit-talking group of sketty legging motherfuckers, <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, we are some, like, foul-mouthed idiots, <laughs> without a doubt, you know? Yeah. And uh, the, the fact that he came over that hill and we're all sitting there freaking chugging a beer, you know, or White Claw, whatever yeah, White Claw, not a beer, don't yeah, say beer. Well, Jeff had it, so, I mean, I can't, like downgrade myself on that but you know i mean he saw what was going on and he still came along for the ride you know i mean that's a bro he literally could have just been like no i'm good man but do you mind if i like uh you know shoot through like he could have said that could have yeah he could have went off on his own and found another group of idiots to shoot with but he picked us idiots he did pick us idiots which was fate which was awesome brought us idiots together i kind of didn't give him a choice like verbally when i did i'm pretty sure i was verbatim like Word from word, actually. <laughs> word from word could have went on the record with what I uh, replayed that in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I, I was like sitting on that big, like there's those couple rocks and I was sitting on that one rock and I think either you or Jeff were, you were beside me and then Jeff was and Sam were in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I turned to my right and he was just kind of standing there. I was like, you shooting by yourself? He's like, yeah. I said, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right then. And he was like, hmm? Okay. They just kind of shrugged and was like, okay. yep. <laughs> that's, that's literally how it yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. We were homies from the start. hundred percent. He's, he's a, uh, honorary member out. He's an honorary outcast satellite outcast. I mean, he's from Beaver County. Come on, man. It's close enough. It's, guy. Uh, that's our blood, you know? Yeah. Our blood runs through Beaver County. Yeah. In certain parts of the year. So yeah, he's, he's a good, good folk and I can't wait for camo cares. That's going to be a good time. Good shoot. But Man, Tack, I'll tell you what, if anyone's out there and they're thinking they want to go to Tack and you've listened to this episode at this point, maybe maybe we've turned even you watch, off. Watch the video. <laughs> yeah, go to YouTube, watch the video. Either of the videos. Dude, it is a blast. I mean, we have so much fun. I'll tell yeah. you what, Sam blew up 10 arrows this this year <laughs> in two days. 10. He, 
shooting he lost a few last year. I mean, he's shooting a super kind of like heavy um, he FOC. Has, out of everybody, the highest end. I mean, he dude, he's got the big Garmin sight on there. He's yeah. got a brand new Matthews. Like, he doesn't have cheap shit. And this no. is not saying he's a bad shot either. because no, he's not. It's that challenging. It is. It is that challenging. Yeah. I mean, last year, like I said, I don't have a pin that goes out past 100 yards. So, right. like, there was five... Last targets, year. yeah, last year, five, six I mean. targets. I couldn't even shoot, mm-hmm. and I still yeeted a couple arrows at like 70, 80 yards. I think what we need to do though, if we if that happens again, is just move up and shoot from what you can shoot from. Because I was yeah. talking to the Rutten River boys, and they went with a group with a couple women that could only shoot, you know, so far. Yeah, they just move up and make it. They made the course their course. Yeah, right. They made it what worked for them. But I'll tell you what. Some of them, cor- some of them shots. You, you ain't, moving, ain't up. moving up. No, you ain't. Because like, you wouldn't see the target. No, and you'd have to make your own shot. My my pride. I don't know what. I get me it. Do it. You know me. I get it. Than but most people <sighs> and and it, it wouldn't let me. But I I get that. and that's cool though. It's yeah. cool that they do the shit yep. like that. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. If you're if you're listening to this and you want to do it, you do make it. that event what you want to make it. Yeah, you don't in, have to shoot 126. It yards. is intimidating looking on that website. When you're registering and seeing 60 to 120 (laughs) yards, it is intimidating. I will not lie to you, but it's worth every minute, man. It is awesome. Like it, and and we're we're not sponsored to pay by these people to like say this shit. It is it is really that good of an event. It is. It's it's worth every penny. You're gonna get a great experience shooting. You're gonna have a lot of fun shooting. You're gonna have a lot of fun with the people you meet. Yeah, people you talk to. Like Kent said, his favorite part of the event in two years. Was the people he met and, I and will the people say it, he sees down there? I will double down on that because yeah. look at what happened at that event. We've met nothing but good people there from across Every the state. Single one of them, multiple states. Guess what? We went to the local one. We almost got in a fist fight with it. Yeah, you even tried to get me arrested by border control uh, at this year's border, event. Con- border patrol. Border, border patrol. <laughs> Listen, I turned around. Well, first when we walked up, I mean, there's the shooting line you can walk yeah. up at. We'll the t- we'll, only we'll, part we'll that tell is intimidating story. in that entire event is that shooting line. Yeah, because there's sick. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield extra meaty back ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield anytime favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. 60, I was 70 dudes. Yep. You're standing there, and you know everybody kind of goes up like firing squad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the thumbnail of our video for that is the, the firing line. Yeah. Everybody's up there, and you just... You don't know what everybody else is shooting at. You're right. just picking a target and right. shooting at it. You don't want to be the guy that misses looking for your arrow while everyone else is waiting at the line to yeah. shoot the next round. So you're you're standing there, and I remember we walked up, and there's a guy in OD green pants, pants, shirt, bulletproof vest, border patrol, bright yellow letters. The first words out of my mouth were, 
why in the hell is the Border Patrol at Seven Springs, Pennsylvania? <laughs> right. So Chuck immediately looks over and he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> right. So we're standing there waiting for Kent to show up because he was running a couple minutes late. And I was like, why is the Border Patrol? And he's kind of just like milling around and he's he's like talking to these three dudes like over to our left. And I'm like, OK, whatever. So we're, we're just kind of standing there like just killing time. Like we're not doing anything. You know, we're not shooting. We're not mm-hmm. anything. And this guy turns around, looks straight at us, and walks right over. I go, oh, my God, we're about to get questioned about something. Like, something's <laughs> not right. And he comes over, shakes our hands. He goes, I'm so-and-so with the United States Border Patrol. I'm based out of Washington, D.C. And he's like, do you got – basically, he was trying to recruit he's people. Recruiting. He's, he's recruiting. Like, I'm here and I'm like, recruiting. And I'm yep. like, oh, my God. So then the, the next thing he says is, do you guys have an email address I could send information to? And he was looking at Chuck when he said it, mm-hmm. and I was just straight up like Homer Simpson in that one meme where he like <laughs> like like slips backward, like he disappears in the bush, back into the hedges. <laughs> I just like you slinked away. I'm like out. you son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> so Chucky and Sam lassoed. They're they're in tight. <sighs> so I'm like, Could yeah, I ain't. I ain't about that real good know? dude though honest to god he was a really yeah, good no, solid I feel, guy i actually feel really bad for those guys yeah. like so if anyone's looking for a job they're yeah, the hiring. border patrol's, border patrol's hiring. hiring it's not just at the border guys they're in dc <laughs> yeah this guy's like yeah i drove all the way from washington and i'm like you're an idiot <laughs> poor guy <laughs> poor he was, guy he was a hell of a dude a hell of a dude he really cool dude and uh yeah, it was a good conversation. I never got an email, so I'm pretty sure he was just doing a background check on me or something. Hundred percent. Sure. That's why I didn't want him to find out my war crimes in Yugoslavia. So I did. <laughs> you know I mean? But that's a different story. That's the story for another podcast. But yeah, go the the whole moral of this is go shoot the event, go down to the event, even if you can't get on and register. Because yeah, if you don't look it up and you're not on the minute it goes open. It's tough. You're probably not going to get a spot or a good spot. I mean, yeah, you could shoot the afternoon. It's free to go there. If you don't Mm -hmm. shoot, it is free to show up there. They got like their little village of vendors. Yep. Every big name, Mystery Ranch, Kafaru, Tethered, Black Rifle Coffee, which still waiting to hear a reply about that whole stock market nonsense. That's a story for a different day, too. But like. Every big name's down there. Crispy was there. Crispy was there. Bo Martano was down there. East yep. meets West. You know. They had a bunch Hoyt of... Oh, had a f- Lancaster Archery. Lancaster Archery. They're huge. Huge thing. I, huge. Could, I bought Arrows Day, too. Yeah. I mean, there's... Even if you're not shooting, if you just want to go down there, I mean, you can run into somebody. Like, we had a talk with a dude from Tethered. Mm-hmm. Owner of Tethered. One of the other... What, the he's one of the OGs. One of the OGs of Tethered. Yep. Carl Kasuth. Cool ass dude. Great dude. And like no one's afraid to talk to you down there. No one's afraid to share knowledge. And I think the gatekeeping is like a excuse. The gatekeeping is like a thing. It's some kind of weird stigma that doesn't exist there, which is awesome. Like everybody down there like wants to help you. Yeah. Like everybody down there wants to like just be a bro. And that's what's awesome about it. Like, you know, just like I we said. Think- Honestly, the, the event's been around enough that maybe the assholes have shot it once and they've moved on. Yeah. Like those assholes have shot it and they had, they were miserable probably all day yeah. because they're not 12 ringing every other yeah. shot, you know. And that's the other, the, like the pace is pretty good. We were waiting a yep. little bit, but I mean, think about it. This no. is the second biggest event of all of the archery shoots. I think yeah. there's like 10 or 11 events they, they do a year all across the country. Yeah. We're the second biggest next to the... Like main event, the from HQ event, in the, the Utah. HQ, yeah. yeah, like the one and only, and you know, almost four thousand people move through there 
in a yeah, week, in insane. a four day period in Western, Pe- well, I guess Central Western, yeah. whatever you want to call it, but Central Southern Pennsylvania. Yeah, Podunk shithole, Seven Springs. Really, Seven Springs, middle of nowhere, Ligonier. I mean, look up Ligonier. Yeah. Look at the population there, <laughs> and it's a shithole ski resort at that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like some Black Diamond resort or anything like that, right? But. And people come from all over the place, New York. Uh, like we said, Cleveland area. Yeah, we had dudes from. with Cleveland, dudes Virginia, from Philly in front Philly. of us, dudes from West Virginia behind us. And guess what? Every single person there was cool. Yeah. We I were know talking guys shit. From Jersey with, came down there. We too. were talking shit with dudes in fr- the group in front of us. You know, they were chirping, <laughs> laughing back with us. We were saying something about leaving a ham sandwich at Target 10. Guys from West Virginia, like I was shooting the camera. So I was bullshitting with them while you guys were walking up. And, you know, like that's what's awesome. And that's what I, me, I need to see that. Like yeah. I like that that like, you know, makes me happy to see dudes are just about it. Mm-hmm. And I wants everybody also, to be having a good time. Like I want yep. everybody to have a good time. Yep. I want everybody to like be on the same you know, that's cool mm-hmm. to see dudes from I have no idea who these motherfuckers are. But they're like, yo, you fucking whiffed. You know, like <laughs> or you know, whatever. That's awesome. Like yeah. that's awesome. It's also one of the only events, 3D-wise, I think, that you show up and the main focus of going is, like, the shooting part. Like, the challenge of the shooting part. Yeah. Where, like, even Camo cares. Really, we're fundraising for something bigger. Like, the event afterwards is, that's what you're there for. You shoot because that's part of it. But we're not there just to shoot 30 targets. It's like, that's not the goal or reason why we're going. Right. But tack, you're going to tack to shoot. Everybody wants the experience of shooting tack. Yeah. I mean, you ride a freaking chairlift, a ski lift. So cool. Up a mountain. Still makes me nervous. But if you've never been to seven, like people that have skied, like my snowboarding dudes out there, if you've never been to seven springs in the summer, you're missing out too. Like it is beautiful. Yep. It is beautiful. I mean, granted, we got lucky with the weather this year. So lucky. 72 degrees. Oh, Bluebird skies. I mean, it was a little windy, whatever. Last like, year was like 98 degrees, so. It was miserable last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was beautiful still. Yes. But it was miserable in its own way. Yeah. But I mean, when you're riding up that thing, and you're just looking right at the sky, and you're like, wow, dude, I'm not at work. Yep. I'm not getting bitched at by my wife. You're basically in the middle of nowhere. I'm in the middle, middle, you're in middle the of nowhere, and I'm like... This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as soon as you get put on that, it kind of like sets your, it like resets your mind. Like, yep. hey man, this is pretty damn cool. I've hunted some game lands not far from there and there are some big, big woods out there, boy. You are in oh, yeah. the wilderness. Once you start any, the closer you get to state college, the more in the middle of the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where Penn State is for all my out-of-staters. I mean, all that's three of you. That's pretty Eastern, but that whole central PA area is like, Deserted. Desolate, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the word. Desolate, desolate. Yeah. I mean, we you you take the interstate out there, and then like all of a sudden it starts to get real hilly, and then like there's nothing. Boom, yeah, you're there. Yeah, but good, good event, good shoot, another year, another tack down. That's it, man. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. This is episode question mark. Yeah, Point Sabelli's been missing for a while, so I'm getting kind of nervous. Sabelli's MIA, but <laughs> he's probably cuddled up with Hank upstairs. He might be. He might be. My dog's missing, and I, you know, I better get up there. Well, we're going to drink a couple more uh, sodas and uh, a couple more of these, like, brown, small glasses of tea type things. Yeah. That's my cheers. That was really loud. Mad, you're welcome. Hey, stay the course, my dude. Cowbunga it is.